Hey there, it's Eric Gall, the founder of Empowering Ability and Family Coach. So glad that you're joining us for another episode here on the Empowering Ability Podcast. In this episode, I'm excited to have Spencer and his mom, Elaine, join me in this conversation to really share how they went from butting heads with each other and uh, with other family members to now working collaboratively to create an awesome ordinary life for Spencer. And some of the challenges that uh, this family shares that they experienced was COVID, just like the rest of us. But kind of as COVID restrictions started easing, Spencer felt like he was stuck in isolation, like he didn't want to leave his room and really on the edge of depression. And I was kind of at this point in time, Elaine and I started to work together and Elaine learned how to shift from being a caregiver into being a coach. And Elaine and Spencer started collaborating with each other and took some big steps forward, including starting Spencer's support circle. Um, and Spencer's confidence has grown tremendously. He's now exploring interest in community, and he's even landed a paid part-time job, which is a bit of an update since we recorded this episode. So without any further ado, I introduce you to Spencer and Elaine. Hi, Spencer. Hi, Elaine. Thank you so much for joining me to talk a little bit about both of you and sharing your stories. So I'm so grateful that you joined me today. Happy to be here. Yeah, happy, really happy to be here. Awesome. So the way that I like to start off is just kind of to hand it over to you and give you the opportunity to introduce yourself. So um, maybe Elaine, if you can start, if you can just share a little bit about yourself and, and your family. Uh, sure. So um, my name's Elaine and we live in San Diego area. It's the three of us, Spencer, who's 21 now, and my husband. I don't know if you want to know our ages or. <laughs> uh, we don't. We don't need to, to, to no. disclose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I'm by profession a social worker, and um, it's been a journey. I've been here as a stay-at-home mom since Spencer was born, and um, yeah, so that's me. Cool. And Spencer, can you share a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Um. I love gaming. I love um, listening to music a lot, like all the time. Um, I I love going to the beach, surfing, boogie boarding, mountain bike riding in the winter time. Just a lot of exercise, and then um, gaming at home when I'm not exercising. Awesome. And um, we were chit chatting a little bit when we were getting started. You just had a a recent. Uh, accomplishment of yes. passing a some sort of test right can you tell us a little yeah. bit about that yeah so i just passed my driver's license um like a month ago um i've been working on it for like probably two years or more before covid i had started working on it okay well congratulations that's awesome yes. Yes. what is what is that what is that meant for you um it means a lot it means i can go grocery shop running so I can go get my own groceries if I want something specific. I mean, I can help my parents out if they're in a bind and like, oh my God, I need milk or I need something like that. I can go get that immediately. Um, it means I can go to, if when I get a job, I can go to the job on my own. Um, I mean, since I'm so close to the beach, I don't have to rely on them to take me to the beach, to pick me up from the beach, all those things. If we both want to go down there at the same time, they can leave early because I like to stay on the water longer, those kind of things. Awesome. Awesome. So it's, 
it's uh, definitely a, you know, a valued role being able to um, be a, a driver, but also you're, it's allowing you to contribute a little bit more. It sounds like as well, like growing yes. grocery shopping is a great example. Yes. That's fantastic. And um, are there other ways that you've been contributing um, to other people as well? Yeah. So I've been um, watching um, my, mom's, my mom's friends, uh, houses and dogs. So uh, both times I've done it, I've stayed over at, overnight at their house. I've been doing house sitting, dog watching. It's been really fun. That's awesome. Awesome. Cool, Spencer. Thank you so much for sharing. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, I guess Elaine, uh, first uh, we kind of met through through yourself and then Spencer got the opportunity to meet you through your mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was uh, around November 2021. So about 10 months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe I'll ask um, you, Elaine, what did life look like? Maybe family life or um, the environment in your home or whatever way you want to take this question. What did life look like before starting the life plan coaching program and, and working together? Um. It looked a lot messier than it looks now in in terms of the emotions, in terms of, I mean, physical things. Mm. Um, it, it looked like a lot more um, headbutting between myself and Spencer in particular. Mm. I felt like we had stalled out with mm. where we were at. You know, we were coming out of COVID in a sense and it seemed like other people were picking up their lives and maybe we were kind of, you know, not so much doing that. Mm, okay. Um, Spencer was alone a lot in mm. his room every day, most of the day mm. isolated. And so it was, it was stressful and there was a lot of um, arguing or energy spent trying to get him out to do things, you know, um, and things really stressed him out. Everything, you know, doing laundry, um, meals. So I was cooking everything and, um, not a lot of contribution, I would say a year ago. Yeah. Does that, that sound about right? Spencer? Yeah. Yeah. And we won't stay there too long, (laughs) but is there anything you want to add to that Spencer? Um, I will, I will just, yeah, I will stay in my room a lot. Um, almost every day, probably Almost all, uh, almost the whole day uh, in my room, just gaming alone, just eating food in my room, just uh, on the edge or riding close to the edge of depression mm. for most of the day. Yeah, that's tough. Mm-hmm. tough. And over the last ten months or so, what are what are some of the changes that um, that you've seen? I mean, you, you shared some some cool stuff that you're up to now, and when you introduce yourself, but what are maybe one or two changes that you've um, that you've had, Spencer, um, over these last last six ten months? Yeah, so um, I've started the support circle, and that's been really nice. So when I got my license, I got home and. Um, I was so happy because I could text all my support, all the people in my support circle, and they're like, t- like, in a sense, through a party in the text chat, it was like total happiness. It was so cool. Um, Amazing. Uh, just getting 
doing the support circle in general, just meeting, just meeting back together and just being like, hey, I achieved this, I achieved that, all this happened, all that happened. Um, it has been really nice. Wow. It sounds like you got a really supportive uh, mm-hmm. group of people. Yes, yes. And um who who are the folks that are in your like can we talk a little bit about your support circle? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Um tell us tell us like who are the who are the folks type of folks that are in it? Yeah. I don't need to so, say their names specifically. You can if you want, but um they're very passionate and I would say very stubborn people. Um not just parents, but like including everybody in there. Um and um having a is it proctor? Um, oh, a facilitator. A facilitator is really nice because I can be very uh, quiet, and so having a facilitator speak up for me has been really nice. Okay, cool. So, in your support circle, you've got sounds like you've got your parents. Mm-hmm. Who parents. are do you have friends um, or family or what does that look like? Um, mostly all my mom's friends. Um, another therapist, mountain bike riders. Uh, a couple people that are like grandmas to me um i think that's it right now yeah cool so some people that that know you and yes that are my life that i love having my life right awesome and they love having you in their life i imagine awesome so that's a that's a huge change elaine are there what are the maybe two or three biggest changes that that you've noticed since going through the life plan coaching program? Uh, Changes. Well, for me, I would say I'm I'm hoping there's been big changes because um, yeah. So learning how to be a coach, which has been kind of a slow, painful process. um, But yeah, I think I know that I'm changing and that's made a huge difference. Um, The other change has been more collaboration between his dad and I, mm. I'd say, and you, the mm-hmm. three of us, it's been a big change. And another big change is when Spencer's health, you kind of, you committing to, to your own health mm-hmm. and, um, you know, really taking charge of that. That's been a really important and valuable change. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Have you, Elaine, is it okay? Spencer, is it okay if I ask your mom a question specifically yeah. about what she's noticed in you? Yes, yes. Okay, I just want to make sure you're okay with that. Elaine, what are what are what are some of the differences that you're noticing in in Spencer? So, the biggest difference is there's so many big differences, I don't know where to start. Um his confidence is just over the top compared especially compared to where you were. Mm-hmm. He smiles all the time, mm-hmm. jokes around all the time is so loving and so positive every morning when i see you now mm-hmm. he'll say oh, good morning mom i love you every morning mm-hmm. it's just the sweetest just pop my head in or if i just see her in the hallway i'll just be like hey i love you okay that's all that's all bye yeah so um it's just a pleasure you know we just have such a beautiful sweet loving respectful relationship mm-hmm. now and so now that we're kind of coming together the two of us it's just really blossoming and you're blossoming and I know it sounds corny, but I feel like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, smiling all the time, laughing all the time and being confident. I mean, we all, we all want that. Yeah. That's awesome. 
Yeah. Spencer, I just wanted to give your mom the opportunity to brag on you. How does does that, how does that feel hearing that? Um, It feels really awesome. It feels like I can agree with everything she's saying because it's like, I feel like uh, I've grown a lot emotionally and I've grown a lot just like getting out of the house mentally. And um, yeah, it's, it's rough now and then just trying to get out and just trying to do things every now and then, but just like, okay, just do this one thing, just getting out and just do this one thing. Even if, um, it's like, even if I run home, just go out and do that one thing and then run home and then just do this one thing and run home. And eventually I just kind of become like, Oh, well, actually outside world is actually kind of good to be in. I, I like it sometimes. So I can go out and do more things over time. Cool. So you kind of started off at your pace, started slow mm-hmm. and expanded yes. from there. Yeah. So it sounds like just hearing the two of you talk, it sounds like previously you were kind of butting heads mm-hmm. and now there's collaboration. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us a little bit more about that shift? Like what, how did that how did that happen? And and what has been helpful in making that shift? I have an idea. Go for it. I really think the biggest shift was when the support circle started mm-hmm. because, um, you know, and just really doing the, the life planning, it helped my mind to start to open up to the possibility, well, to the reality that other people love Spencer. So going through the modules, you know, I guess this is the point when I, when we reached out to other people that potentially ended up being on the, in the support circle, you know, I asked them what they valued about Spencer, what, you know, what, how they see him. Mm -hmm. And both of us were in tears with the responses. Mm -hmm. It was so uplifting and so encouraging and so beautiful that I, I mean, really it was, it was life changing. That mm-hmm. feedback was life changing. And so that was, you know, I just kind of grabbed onto that and started imagining, well, they love Spencer. They see the good in him. I don't have to convince them. I don't have to convince anyone anymore mm-hmm. of who he is. They see him. And that was a that was a huge revelation. And and so that seems like it's just kind of naturally flowed ever since that moment, really. Things just kind of, you know, I kept doing the same thing, like peeking out like you did okay well maybe we can do a support circle maybe there are people that would show up and care you know so it was you know real similar to what he was saying about driving and and you know me leaving my little safe place and you know slowly taking more steps yeah awesome thank you for sharing that elaine and spencer have you noticed any shifts or changes in your mom yeah um i noticed a big change when she started working on telling me like she I don't know how like I don't know if you had a real problem with this or like you had a tough time not telling what to do and I noticed that has changed a lot like a huge ton um recently like in the last like three months but over time it has changed a lot so like uh it started out with like hey can you please let me know when I'm overstepping boundaries and I'm telling you to do something that you would not do or that you don't really want me to tell you to do? 
And so I tell her and she's like, all right, I shouldn't have said that. And then over time she started to realize, oh, wait, can you, and then we wouldn't say anything. She's like, um, can I, can you know that I love you? Like just turn it into something nice. <laughs> and, um, it, it was really cool to see, like, to look up from my phone and see her say, hey, like, I know she might say like, Hey, can you go take out the trash? And for her to stop herself and say, Hey, can you, and then she's like, no, um, th- th- you didn't hear anything. You didn't hear anything. And then I'm like, I'll, I'll just say, good job. Thank you. Just reinforce it. And then it, it was awesome to see that happening to see that in real time changing. So instead of your mom telling you what to do, uh-huh. did she take a different approach now? Yeah. Um, it's more like, how would you say, like, I try and be curious. Yeah. And I say, do you want feedback? Do you want, yes, I that's try and the big part. feel them out. Yeah. So like, sometimes it's, I want to be heard and I don't want advice. And sometimes I want advice on like what food I should be eating or what things I should be doing. And sometimes I just want invite, I just want somebody to hear me out on something. And then I'm like, okay, I feel better. Okay. I'm going to go back alone now, that kind of thing. Okay. So instead of your mom, you know, just telling you what to do or just giving you the advice, she's maybe Mm -hmm. asking Mm -hmm. um, and trying to ask, ask questions. So I'm just thinking of um, a family that's, listening to this, right? So I'm, I'm thinking about it like another, trying to put myself in in the position of another, of a parent. Like mm-hmm. what, like you don't ask your loved one like to take out the trash, like that's an expectation in our house. Mm-hmm. So how does that, how does that work in your, in your home? Do you have responsibilities? Um, how, how's that working? Do you want to start or me? You. Well, What's happened on that is actually we had to take a, a step back and realize that we had to meet, you know, you talk about win-win. So we really have to meet Spencer. Where'd you go? Uh-huh. Spencer kind of where he's at. So I, I don't know if this is, this is kind of a roundabout way of answering your question, but so remember Spencer was spending a lot of time in his room alone and you can imagine it's pretty messy and, lots of dishes mm-hmm. and clothes everywhere. And, and so I was getting frustrated. I was do all of his laundry because it was, it's laundry is overwhelming when it adds up. So that would stress him out. So I do his laundry, then I'd bring it up, then it would be hung up. And I'd say, now you put it away, hang it up. And he wouldn't do that. And then I'd come in later and I'd see all his laundry, clean laundry, you know, mm-hmm. ruffled through mm-hmm. and you couldn't tell. And then it would be on the floor, on the hanger. It was crazy making. So I, would, I started thinking about win-win and I went against my own like will, really. I fought myself on this, but I thought, okay, what if I started where Spencer is and said, hey, Spencer, do you want to make your room, since you spend so much time in here, as cool as we can make it? Like, like if we did that, what do you think it would look like? And so that was where we started. And in my mind, as you suggested, I had ideas. And so he was you were like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there were like, we started with pictures. We hung mm-hmm. up the artwork that he had bought mm-hmm. a while ago and it started to feel a little better. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I said, well, 
what do you think, you know, you've got these clothes and they kind of get in the way. What do you think about putting them somewhere? Mm-hmm. And so we got a laundry separator. And you use that part of time or not. It doesn't really matter. That doesn't even matter. But then after that, it was like it kind of naturally started unfolding where you you decided to put a tray up mm-hmm. under your dirty dishes mm-hmm. in your room. And then he goes, and he, then he started to realize, oh, it's so easy to just put my stuff in the tray. There's less ants. <laughs> Take them down to the kitchen. Even if we do the dishes, it doesn't matter to me. So things started to go kind of get in a totally different perspective when I when we started this method and the trust started to develop too, because all of a sudden I think you realize, oh, mom actually cares. I like spending time in my room. She wants me to feel good while I'm in my room. And I really like that was to me a turning point in terms of behavior and um, putting it in place, putting, you know what I mean? Getting that ball started in our family. So now, so what we just started probably this week is our last week. Hey, because his dad was not all for this. How about if we all do our own dishes as soon as we finish a meal. And then so that, and I said, you know, Spencer would like to learn how, what it's like to not have, you know, cause usually my husband would come home, he'd do all the dishes. We call him the kitchen fairy. The kitchen would magically be clean. It was really convenient. But in, and then one of the lessons I was asking you about how to make this happen. And you said, well, how about if you take a roommate approach? And I was like, I don't even know how that would happen. So anyways, I asked my husband, he has seen so much growth in Spencer and me that he became like magically willing to change his habits. And so now Spencer's doing his dishes. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so he does, we all do them. We put them in the rack. Eventually, I imagine they will be put in the rack and then put away. I mean, they are getting put away, but you know what I'm saying? Like he will become more independent to where he'll put his own dishes away afterwards. So it's happening in baby steps to the point to where we kind of don't really notice it mm-hmm. per se. It's just happening naturally. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. Awesome. You make it sound so easy. <laughs> <laughs> 10 months later. Yeah. 10 months, but it's been But the reality months. is like 10 months. Like I think about my family's experience, right? Like it was a 10 year mm-hmm. struggle. Right. So 10 months, I think, helps to put it in perspective. It's not that long of a time. And what I'm hearing, Spencer, is that your mom shifted to instead of things needing to be her way and go at her pace to ask you, well, what would your way be? Mm-hmm. What what would how can we what is a cool room look like to you? Mm-hmm. And how do you want to do that and working at your pace right yeah and it seemed like that was the collaboration right that was the long way of coming around to it elaine and appreciate you sharing the story um of working together and and step by step making that progress your way spencer Mm -hmm. i will say though that um like I haven't seen my full like five-year plan because the whole five-year plan overwhelmed me every time I look at it. I'm like, oh my God, I need to get this whole plan done in three months and I need to do it started now and everything needs to be done. And and then I freak out and then I never want to do it. I'm always like, okay, we're just gonna, I I told my mom, I want to like complete goals unknowingly, just go about my life, complete the goals. And then 
like when I when I can when I pass the finish line, she's like, hey, you just completed this goal I had for you. It's awesome that you did it. And I do it on my own and I feel way better, not without having to like push myself to finish that goal. That's a really good point because Spencer said, he said, I trust you to create five effect five year plan for me. Like you've been my mother for 21 years. You know, you know me. Like and and the you know, he wasn't capable or in a place where you could imagine five years. I mean, I can hardly imagine five years from now, but you just kept saying, imagine it bigger and better and imagine a cooler life than, you know, and people are going to be jealous. Mm-hmm. And so the goal was, you know, one of the goals is he wants to create something for homeless people, you know? So I, I know that that's, he's passionate about that. You know, he is passionate about, you know, riding his mountain bike and about road trips. And so I just started creatively formulating, you know, how can we make this into a goal? And then, and then really the, another key was, like you said, I made this, you know, what, four page mm-hmm. goal plan and I can't show it to him, but I showed it to everyone in the support circle and they were just so thrilled. And that's, I think the key of getting them involved was, hey, informally, uh, we've been working on this. What do you think? And the excitement was just bubbling up. And so things moved ahead quickly because you, you wanted to jump on that excitement. Cool. Cool. And I appreciate you sharing that because that's a common thing that comes up, like common question that comes up for families of, well, how do I, how do I engage my loved one? How do I involve my loved one in building this five-year plan? And, you know, it's, we're talking about your life or your mom's talking about your life, Spencer, and, and she wanted your input. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you communicated back like you weren't in a place to mm-hmm. to to do that, and mm-hmm. that that felt overwhelming for you. Mm-hmm. Very much so. And you recognized, you know, mom, I trust you, right? You you're the person on this planet that probably knows me best, or at least one of them in the top probably three, right? Mm-hmm. If not number one, probably number one. Yeah. But to 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 work on that plan and and you know create that awesome ordinary five-year life vision Mm -hmm. and that can be a hard thing right because it's thinking about like many families are stuck like well my loved one needs to put in needs to have input needs to needs to be involved in this plan but if if you're not ready if you're not at a like if you're not at a point where you feel like you can um be having those conversations or you feel like basically if you don't feel ready Mm -hmm. then it can still be really really helpful to have other people that know you love you that you trust to be doing that thinking um with your best interests yes right it was it was really terrifying to read the goals because i would get halfway through the four pages and i'd be like I'd be totally overwhelmed thinking, oh my God, I need to complete all these. And I would completely overwhelm me. And I'd be like, I want to never, I never want to do the awesome and ordinary life because I'm overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I, I was finally like, okay, talk, please talk on my behalf to uh, like the government support system, like a regional center section or like a, um, the sections for like, 
helping autism or anything like that. But like, you know, you created my five-year plan. I don't know all of it, but I know that you asked me questions about what I want to do in life. And so I might know what's on some of it, but you, I know you have the best uh, options in mind for me. And I know that I told you like deep down what I really want to do in life. And so from there you can create those goals and go from there. That's really important. I wanted to mention having those goals, Eric, because we have a triannual meeting um, with something called regional center here, which they provide some funding for some services. And because of this program here, um, Spencer had agreed to kind of start reaching out with someone um, to work with an independent lear learning person. And so even that was huge, mm -hmm. that decision took a lot of courage and willingness. So when he finally met somebody who actually started boogie boarding with him, so, so they met Spencer where he was at. Mm -hmm. So the door started to kind of crack open. Um, we had a meeting with the, the caseworker and the potential new service provider and Spencer said, I, you know, he introduced himself and said, you know, mom's going to represent me. And he left. So that really helped us getting clear on it's OK for me to be his representative. But it, more importantly, we had those goals. So when we met, both parties were thrilled that I'd already come up with our goals. And so the meeting went so smoothly and so easily and so clearly because they said, oh, you know, they were able to, you know, for the government, they have to have their ways of, of filling out forms and paperwork, but they were able to do it easily and quickly. And I feel much better that, okay, everybody knows where we're headed. Everyone knows where we're, you know, what our expectations are. And then they were able to, to say, oh, it sounds like from everything you're saying, we actually need to Spencer on a uh, focus on Spencer's health, um, which was kind of nice. So boogie boarding with someone is part of, you know, basically the government is now paying somebody to, you know, to get Spencer out. And so, you know, that quickly has transitioned into now Spencer drives his own car and boogie boards on his own. So it's all fitting together so nicely. Awesome. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, I think the point around when you have that vision, right. You can share it with people and get them on board. Right. And it sounds like that happened with your support circle and then also applicable to like paid supports or government agencies as well. Like this is where we're going. How can you help? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so it's awesome that that's been helpful um, having that five year vision and plan. Um, so just a, a final question for um, for both of you. And I know this is can be a, a hard question to to do, but in one sentence and it's OK if it's more than one sentence. What has been your biggest lesson learned from the life plan coaching program? I don't know. Well, I think you've seen me change the most. Yeah, it's really Spencer's capable of so much more than he's he's capable of what you know I had hoped, you know, and wished for him, but it's more than that, really. That's the beauty of having worked this, putting, you know, putting in the time and effort for this. Mm -hmm. Awesome. I love that. Spencer, is there anything you want to share with families? Um, I, I feel like the thing is like, 
looking at it, it feels so daunting. Like, the same feeling as, like, oh, I want to become fit or I want to do a workout. Like, everybody's like, oh, I want to do it in a day or I want to do it in a week. It's like, I feel like it doesn't change that fast, but it it will change if you put in the time and you put in the work. Um, it will, you'll eventually see it change over time and you'll see it start work, heading your way so that like the path that maybe uh your parents wanted you to have and the path that you wanted to have are more aligned rather than split apart yeah awesome i love that spencer well i appreciate both of you thank you so much for having this conversation with me and sharing with other families listening <laughs> and um i'm excited to see you continue to grow both of you <laughs> so thank you so much for being here and uh yeah looking forward to to hearing the next wins that you've got spencer yeah for sure thanks Eric. thank you i hope the insights in this conversation with spencer and elaine were helpful for you in your own family situation and maybe gave you some new perspective new some some new ideas on how you can start to take steps forward in your family and with your loved one. So if you'd like a little bit of help, a little bit of support, maybe some more ideas to continue taking those small steps forward, I invite you to join us in the upcoming free workshop that we have. And this is the free workshop that Elaine started with to start their journey towards Spencer's awesome ordinary life. So you can register for free. Uh, all you need to do is go to empoweringability.org forward slash workshop. And we'd love to have you join us. Again, it's empoweringability.org forward slash workshop. We'd love to see you there. And together, let's keep taking small steps forward.